Welcome to the Salt Circle Podcast. My name is Hank. With me is Ben. Yo, what up? Yo, we're here to talk about the best things of 2022 again. Maybe we'll finish this time. Yeah, I mean, no guarantees. Yeah, (laughs) We talked about video games for two hours, so that podcast ended up just being that. And uh, now we're going to try and get to everything else. Yeah, see how it goes. I mean, the difference is that I like video games. Like, wow, everything else just nah, it's there. I'm gonna turn down my gain again immediately. We just talked about this before start. We smashed the record button, and now I'm like, there's noise. I gotta, I gotta turn myself down. I gotta turn the gain down. <laughs> Going okay. back into the tunnel. Ugh. Okay, well it's probably fine. <laughs> If you hear shit in the background, I apologize, but them's the breaks. Fair enough. That's how it goes. So, uh, where do you want to start? What are you feeling? Uh, it's difficult, because I don't... Like, I the, the thing that I've done the most of, aside from games, is, is easily music. But that's, like, such mm-hmm. a... That's, like, just a talking at people thing. <laughs> Like, uh-huh. I don't think there's any overlap between the things me and you have listened to somehow. Uh, no. I mean, I have very little new music. Yeah. It's not like, you know, <laughs> tied to an anime so, or something that I listen to. So, like, for that, I'll be doing a beefy. I still plan on doing, like, an actual write-up because I think that's a more palatable way to to take that in. But I'll have some sure. little notes. I, I guess, like... I don't even know, like, movies or shows. I haven't done much of anything that's new. Like, two notable films that I watched were both just Christmas movies. That's where I'm at, you know? Yeah. I had one. My my music thing for yeah. last year was I listened to Taylor Swift's Antihero on repeat on Spotify. Oh. More than I listened to anything else, basically. <laughs> Um, I didn't care about any other song in that album, um, but I like that song. I mean, that's dope. So it's always, it's yeah. nice to find a bop. Is it a bop or is it a yeah. jam or a banger? Um, I mean, it's a pop song. Okay. Like the I mean, thing I, I like you, about you it is it, she's yeah. she starts going. It's I'm the problem, it's me. And, and then she starts saying everybody agrees in, like, droning, like, oh, it's done with it tone. And then it shifts back into cheery pop song. Like, nice. I like that juxtaposition. But I, because I like the idea of, like, the airing or feeling shit about yourself. But also, I just want a cheery pop song. So fucking give it to me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like, feel you that. You can do both. Yeah. No, my. Um, I mean, I there's lines in there that are just like clearly like, um, weird thoughts she was having in the middle of the night or whatever, and just did not rewrite them. So they're weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. 
I didn't get much in the and way like of a Carly Rae Jepsen album came out like the same see, day as Taylor Swift see, one. I knew um, the Jepsen album. That album came didn't out, hit but... me as much as her last two albums have. There are some good songs in there, but it didn't it didn't hit me the same. Yeah. I I saw people like talking up the Carly Rae Jepsen or her latest album. Mm. Um but that <laughs> that was also in a the only music thing I follow like specifically on Reddit is uh power mm. metal and they do like a Sure. A best of non power metal thing every week, and everybody was mm. talking up Carly Rae Jepsen. I I didn't check it out. I never got around to it. Um, I was yeah, too busy. There's some good songs in there. I just don't like the album as much as her last two albums. Yeah, that's fine. I mean her last album. Was, or no, yeah, the last two were were bangers. Yeah, it was good shit. Um, um, there was a good Beyonce song and a good Lizzo song as far as pop music goes from this year. But that's like, I I have like a, a little bit of avenue for list, trying to find like pop songs that are actually good, like like super popular pop songs that actually chart and people listen to that were, I actually think are good because I still find that a compelling avenue for music. But I, I don't like check out albums based on that generally. Yeah. So. Dude, my, <laughs> I, don't have, I don't have that much more other than that, like those few songs. I kind of miss being at the factory sometimes just because we'd have pop music on all day on the radio. So like I would hear shit. Sure. And if I heard something good, you know, it's mm. good and you can go find it. Now there's just I got like no without actively seeking out pop music. Like I, I just sure. hear nothing. Mm. Or if people tell me, like if you tell me, um. I think I think my Discord is doing that super fun thing it was doing before where uh, huh. what? My Discord was doing a super fun thing, so that's nice. Uh what's the super fun thing? The super fun thing is it stops letting me hear audio and I have to go reselect the same audio source that I'm already using as a playback device. And then it works for some reason. Great. It's cool. It's definitely a feature. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, this is what was happening when we were playing games the other day, by the way. Gotcha. Neat. <laughs> anyway. Conductive for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is this is optimal. This is this is easily the best way to do it. Uh huh. I also have no idea what the what the source is. Um, I'll do my best. You know. <laughs> okay. Could you hear me through all that? Like when I was talking about factory and pop music and stuff, like you heard yeah, all yeah. that. Okay. Yes. As long as you can hear me, I mean, I guess that's okay. <laughs> if I'm quiet for an abnormally long time, I'll just you know. It's uh-huh. kind of on me to be like, is this just a pause or yep. <laughs> has everything disappeared? Anyway, um, yeah, I was like all about metal for the most part this year. It was mm-hmm. a very, and a lot of it wasn't even from this year, but even the, the shit that, I mean, that I listened to the most definitely was, with an exception. Um, I mean, I can boil my, my best of to two albums, I think, pretty easily. 
And that would be Ghost, who I think a lot of people are familiar with, formerly Ghost BC. Uh, Impera is just a fucking great album. And I have some friends who were fans of Ghost, and they're like, they, they liked it when it was more like goth, rock, metal-ish. I don't even know necessarily, but they've gotten a little more poppy, you know? Their shit is catchy as shit now. Like, it's unbelievable. Mm. So, I love it. I think it's great. And their uh, Impera from 2022 is, like, an impeccably mastered album. Like, I don't know exactly what it is, but it, it sounds good on everything. Like, everything is just mixed super well. Mm-hmm. So, that's an easy recommend. Um and the other one is, uh, I've talked about him before. I think that would have been 2020. He had an album come out, Jonathan Jonathan Hulten, Hultain, Hultain. Uh, he did a, it's like an acoustic album, which his stuff is already kind of acoustic, but the theme is like he goes in the woods and record, like re-recorded stuff. And it's just good. Sure. I listened to that album like, I don't know. As when it came out, that's just all I listened to. Like I in the car at home, like I probably listened to it twenty times in a row. Partially because it's very nice to sing to. It's like right in my range. A lot of harmonizing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I got a lot of other music notes, but like not you know, not gonna go on about him. Yeah, I listen to a lot of. <laughs> old anime themes this year <laughs> um oh i can't even check because if i open up my music player that will fuck all my audio um but that's that's intentional um Great. i listened to i listened to anthony's anthony's theme like on loop for a, like a day uh-huh. <laughs> it was the vibe oh, yeah. and i was getting shit done that was great nice um, I also listened to a lot of the music from a movie. You talked from this year. You talked about year, it, but I can't remember what. I can't remember which one it was. Um, it's Shin Ultraman, right? That, okay, yeah, should have <laughs> fucking. Guessed. And we've talked about Shin Ultraman a lot. Um, yeah, we talked over it. We talked about it. That movie rules. That's easily my movie of the year. It's it's my movie of the year, but also like <laughs> is kind of a by default thing. Like, yeah. what's gonna what is uh, Enola Holmes two gonna take it for first place? Like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of by default for me too. Except you know, because um, I I really didn't watch that many movies. I watched yeah. like fewer movies this year than. I don't know the pandemic in general. I've I've not been watching too much. Yeah, but, um, but I love that movie so goddamn much. That movie <laughs> that is I have a hard time believing any of the movies that came out this year that I didn't see would have uh, supplanted it anyway. So yeah, like I was even when I was looking at the list of of stuff that came out this year, at least for America. Um, I saw there was like several things on there that I'd wanted to see. Uh, yeah. It's probably most recent on that list 
because I think it came out in like November or December, so it's in my mind like weird the Al Yankovic story or whatever. I wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Like, is it going to be better than Jan Ultraman? Also, no. Yeah. So, I guess the only thing that might have contested yeah, Shin, is like, Shin Ultraman is just in my all time movies list. Like, because <laughs> like just being both what it does as like a giant monster movie and it's like it might be the best superhero movie i've ever seen <laughs> dude and i love the format like i would have to really think about that hard but it's fucking up there i fucking love how it it, it exists as a superhero movie the different the different stories is what really sells it for me i love that yeah like mm-hmm. if people bitched about that they're dumb Sorry. <laughs> no, that structure take. just works so much better for a superhero. It was so thing. cool. Yeah. And it was fun. Dude, that's still like, uh, that's like one of the, it, it has to be like a speed record for just getting into like good shit. Like we don't yeah, fucking dwaddle. We don't, we don't here. meander around for like 90 minutes and then get a three minute fight at the end or something. No, like two minutes oh. in, you've got fake Godzilla, and ten minutes in, you've got Ultraman. Yeah, dude. Like, that is just, it was so good. Such God, a fun the watch. Ultra Q montage. The old, the fucking, the payoff, specifically. Just unreal. Oh, just... what a what a good turn of events that was. The bird from I saw bird, dude. How could it? How could I not put it at number one? And they had the they had that snail, right? Yeah, yeah. I like that snail. It's a good snail. Um, yeah, that was just a good. That was just a great film. And like yeah, getting to and watch like, it was so the, fun. Again, like the you? soundtrack is kind of fucking incredible. Oh, the soundtrack is yeah. I didn't even I watched that movie so many times I didn't realize the fucking lyrics to those songs are English. <laughs> <laughs> like it just didn't register with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like watching it on YouTube. I'm like, fucking wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, it's like in uh, Antenna when I just when I realized like, wait, these are different. Like these lyrics are they're not, they're not just reusing the same song. It's just the uh-huh. melody. Good lord. Yeah, that's that's great shit. Um, and my second favorite movie from the year was Dragon Ball Super Superhero. See, which I'm just not going to talk about because yeah, yeah, I was going to say like that's the only one like. From what I mean, because I'm into Dragon Ball now, like that's the only other one that I know of that I was like, I was uh, that might have been a contender. Depending, I don't know. Depends on honestly, depends on my mood. Like if I'm in super Dragon Ball mode, um, you know. And if you're in super, like I want to see Goku mode, it's not gonna give you that really. Also, yeah. Uh, I wish I could be in super it's Goku about mode. Pic- Piccolo is the main character, really. Okay, I mean, like you've sold me. I'm in. <laughs> the only, the only oh. way you could sell me more is if it's Krillin dressed up as Piccolo. And then we're really talking about a film. <laughs> God, just yeah. The way they they do pan in that movie just like fills my heart. 
Nice. <laughs> makes me so happy. And, like, immediately from the trailer, I was like, oh, they're going to be doing Pan amazingly. <laughs> based on, like, two seconds of footage or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, I guess, do you want to do, like other movies that i'm pretty sure we both have seen or do you want to start with like kind of the the one-off stuff that the other hasn't watched if there's a movie we've both seen left i think there i think there are two maybe unless you unless you skimped on them uh everything everywhere all at once and the glass onion would be i didn't watch either of those you didn't watch either of them that's surprising i'm wow you're even more behind than me. And I will, but I, I know I. It's not entirely true. I've started everything, everywhere, all at once, and I gotta say I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> but I'm only like halfway through, or something. Not not even halfway through. Yeah, I. Every time I, I think I, I think I was over hyped. Not personally, like my hype wasn't super up, but everything I saw about it. I didn't see anyone being like, yeah, this is a really solid movie. I saw a lot of people everywhere who were like, this is now my number one movie of all time. Like, yeah, I only saw people blowing it up and it was good. No complaints, I guess. Yeah, I, um, I assumed I would like it a, mo- a lot more than I have so far. <laughs> it had. Um, and I really liked the guys who made it. The writer director combo. Um, I I really enjoyed their last movie, which was um, Swiss Army Man, which is a f- fucked up, <laughs> weird movie about Daniel Ratcliffe as a corpse that has magical powers. I forget if you've <laughs> if you've talked about that before or if I've heard of it before. Maybe. I don't know. Swiss I mean, Army Man sounds familiar, but yeah. Like he uh, like like it's the idea is like this dude rides Daniel Radcliffe's corpse, which is as like a jet ski powered by farts. Incredible at one point, and then like, but it's also like, a like their relationship over the course of the movie is very t- is very sweet. Mm. <laughs> so they become friends. This guy's stranded <laughs> on this island. It's just like. I I really I really enjoyed it, and my problem with everything everywhere all at once, as I'm watching it, in terms of the writing, is it really feels like dudes writing women to me, hmm. like the way it's setting up, like its story metaphor, like I I it's hard for me to pin down why I feel that way, but I just I just have that vibe yeah i guess i I don't like i mean on one hand i can say i didn't get that but on the other hand i can't remember enough like the movie at this point has become like vague in my mind a little bit yeah um it did have one of the most cursed scenes i've ever witnessed the hot dog fingers no no like cursed specifically for me yeah you might have not got there i don't know you know how there's like the the deal where they're like you have to do something unexpected or whatever to like get you into the proper proper universe? Uh, oh, is it the paper cuts? It's the fucking paper cuts. <laughs> it's so specifically anti me. 
<laughs> I was almost a little offended. <laughs> I did get to that part. <laughs> oh, that shit was so bad. Yeah. Um, but no, I I think the other thing that may be soured my opinion. Also, it's just it. like a lot of a lot of exposition. They have to yeah, that too. explain really hard for what and for what amounts to Keanu Reeves saying, "I know kung fu." The Matrix, <laughs> like it's so d- directly drawing on that. Like, I I heard so much stuff about how original it was, and like the original thing is that it's an action movie about uh, a middle aged woman. Um, the other stuff is like incredibly like been done before. <laughs> so, I've seen it's just it's just that perspective is different. Yeah. I've seen a lot of, of uh, you know, there's the the huge stuff with like the the LGBT things, you know, with the the daughter and all that. Uh-huh. And what stood out more to me was like the generational stuff with like the family, but that didn't hit like it all because right before watching it, we had just watched Turning Red, Encanto. And I want to say another thing. We watched like three movies that all featured like the exact same deal of like, wow, family trauma sucks. And eventually someone has to break the cycle. And that's also a bitch. So then I got to this Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, again, (laughs) we're here again. Um, So that's just kind of unfortunate timing. But yeah, and I I don't know how the movie's going to resolve stuff but through the first half like the the metaphor being her daughter killing her like i don't like that (laughs) it it felt i actually just didn't like it there's like a reason generational stories i feel like need to be about the younger characters in that way it just didn't work as well for me mm. on that on that front and like i, I i'm i might it might get better for me by the end but see i thought I the, just wasn't feeling it i thought her i thought it following like someone who's i mean it's, it's a bit uh, clumsy phrasing maybe but like kind of in the middle right uh you're not fully wanting to fully able or wanting or whatever to like break free from that shit but you're not like on the older side where you're just like really set in it sort of deal. I think that's, I think that's interesting, but just a lot of, (laughs) just a lot of it. But it was like, it's just a lot to go to that metaphor after watching her be a kind of a dick to her daughter. (laughs) Yeah. But like, that's what she's feeling, right? Yeah. 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 But she was really uncool. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like her being uncool and then getting like exposition dumped on. <laughs> that was like yeah. the movie I was seeing. I do wish it had gotten weird. When like I just wish I just wish like pacing were better and stuff. Cause yeah. like like for, for what I had like ex- I expected to really like it. Again, I'm like holding it up against like Kung Fu Hustle or whatever. 
Yeah, I thought there was going to be a bit more action. Well, I shouldn't say a bit more action. A bit better of a ratio of action is the right term. To be clear, I still really... It was pretty slow building, and it's like clearly more interested in the their like personal drama with her family than in actually like taking the supernatural stuff that seriously yeah and actually i was it's uh, like it's like clearly <laughs> all coming back to that since i since i knew like we were you know this this uh, podcast was coming up i you know i've been thinking yeah. about like all my thoughts on shit and I think another part is that both right now and possibly at the time when I watched it, well, probably at the time when I watched it, you know, mm. sometimes I don't, I just, I don't want like the extra shit. I just want the action. I just want Shin Ultraman. I don't want an analogy for like the struggles of humanity or whatever, you know, I just want, I want to take this thing at face value and not worry about the beef behind it or something. So, when I reflect on it, that's kind of how I I feel about it, I guess. Like, I wanted to just be like, yeah, this is a thing about going to parallel universes and, like, fighting. Except it's, it can't just be that. Like, it's not possible to detach it from the other stuff. I still I mean, thought it was could, a really good film. That's just not the, what that movie is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean it was fine. Like I had a good time watching it. It's not I'm like sure it was the second, bad. I, 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 the second half will probably be better than the first half, but yeah, I was. Like I would say feeling, that's accurate. As someone who's who's like not the part of the reason I'm not watching movies this year is that I have trouble focusing on them at home if I'm not feeling it. Um, yeah, and I was just like pausing it constantly to go watch an anime opening again or whatever. <laughs> It's like ADD crushing everything, so... Yeah. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. And you... You you also didn't watch Glass Onion, huh? No, I just haven't watched it yet. Okay. I mean, I won't... I won't talk spoilers or anything then, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sure. It was a very fun time. Mostly because I just want to see Benoit Blanc doing his shit. I just want him to talk. That's, that that is all I want. Like that's, that's true. That's what I wanted, and the movie delivered. Uh, he had sounds, a he had a, good. a he had a monologue that I thought was great, and it made me happy. <laughs> that sounds delightful. <laughs> no, it was it was a solid time. Uh, the other movie that I watched that I really liked uh, is Decision to Leave. Not heard of it. Uh, which is directed by Park Chen Wook, who directed The Handmaiden. Okay. Did on Ladies' Night. Yeah, I I recall The Handmaiden. Thank you. Was like the the one that I liked the most coming off of those. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> and he's also like the the writer director of the director of Old Boy. Yeah, that was <laughs> the one that I'm scared to watch. Uh, like, this is this is a new movie, Decision to Leave, and uh, I when I watched it, I don't. I'm not, the only reason I'm not more 
effusive about it is I don't love the story, but the filmmaking, it's like he's doing fucking donuts of just how fucking good a director he is. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many good sh- shots and, like, the structure of it is so fucking compelling. Like again, like I can't, fo- I couldn't focus on everything everywhere was. Decision to leave, no problem. I watched that. I watched that movie fucking straight through, and I don't even like that. St- like I, and I have problems with that story. <laughs> nice. I, I do think I remember you mentioning watch. What's the plot again? Like just loosely. The, um, a de- this hook? detective, he's investigating this. This guy like fell off a mountain. Like rock climbing, basically, and he's like, he's like studying the wife to like prove her to like see if she's guilty or innocent or whatever, and he's just like, and he becomes obsessed with her. Oh, okay. And like so, and it's also about like how his his marriage is kind of loveless and stuff is sort of like the the main setup. Um, and then there's like a big uh kind of thing in the middle that happens and then it, it kind of flips the movie this in like structurally a similar way to the handmaiden but again like story plot all the plot details and stuff are different yeah yeah oh that um, sounds that sounds like one uh Ani might be into um yeah it's just and it's just incredibly well made yeah <laughs> There's this there's a scene where he's chasing a subject and they're just like running up up these stairs and they're just like both getting completely exhausted. Like his partner was also running in them but like immediately is just too tired and gives up. <laughs> and so he they gets he gets to the top of the stairs this guy is chasing and he like corners him. And the guy pulls out a knife and he pulls out a chainmail glove. To grab the knife. <laughs> oh, and man. it's so fucking good. Oh, that's a pretty good. <laughs> You're selling me. I'm into it. Like that's like that's not like an important scene to the plot, but yeah, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> I think about that all the time <laughs> since I watched it. Oh, that's Just like that's solid. Just he's just a cop with a chainmail glove. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's good shit. And um. I saw like Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That movie's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a Marvel movie, is what you're saying. It, yeah. Well, it's a Sam Raimi movie. And a Marvel movie, it has it has qualities of both. Gotcha. Like it has more. It's like like direct Evil Dead references in it also. So that makes it better. At one point, Doctor Strange like possesses his own dead body, <laughs> and um. then has like a cloak made out of corpses. It's pretty fucking good. Nice. But it also has, you know, plenty of Marvel bloat to it, too. Yeah. 
I, uh, but I, I liked imagine. it way more than the first Doctor Strange, which is a movie I fucking hate. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we we've talked about <laughs> about that yeah. one. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, and then any I saw the Marvel thing. The only, I think the only other movie I saw was EO, which is the donkey movie. I remember you mentioning critics. Donkey. Best yeah, list. I, I um, know nothing about it. I didn't like that movie. <laughs> Does the donkey die? Or is that spo- um, super spoilery? Bad things happen. Yeah, great. Um, He gets to kick a guy once. I mean, that's neat. He's being... I being... guess. I don't know. It's like extremely obviously um, influenced by this older French movie about a donkey, and I watched that too. After watching this one, and that one has more rape in it, so I like that one even less. Yeah. <laughs> And that one had this weird thing of the director had this thing of he wanted to drain all the acting from the actors. So he'd do like 20 takes and take like the one where they were the, had the least affect. Huh. Um, that seems I, super enjoyable. <laughs> think, I think it's fucking bad for a movie about. With like a major rape scenes in it, yeah. To convey it like that, like I just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty. But cursed. that's the old. That's an old French movie that's like number twenty five on the best of all time list. That's sounding, <laughs> yeah. Whatever, do. Um, Eo is just uh, not. It's like. It's like a series of, it's kind of like episodic in terms of like the the donkey's here now and only sometimes is there like connective tissue really showing you the donkey getting from one situation to another. Gotcha. But like, instead of rape, there is a scene where like a dude like lays down food for this woman to like take from him and he leads her to his truck and then he's like so sex now and she runs away and then he's like oh i fucked it up and then he gets his throat slit by somebody else and then we just move on to something else is that kind of movie um and there's just like a lot of indulgent like there's just like a, a sequence where the camera is just showing a like walking dog drone walk around for the hell of it. I don't really know why. Um, it's it's a really self-indulgent movie by the director, whoever, the, the person who made it. So hmm. it, yeah, just the... didn't, it just didn't work for me. <laughs> I like when the donkey he eats a carrot off of his like wreath necklace that's full of carrots. Yeah, and The donkey oh, was kind of yeah. compelling, and it was kind of the fact that like the movie... It's like not that. Uh, it's not really about the donkey. It's like <laughs> using the donkey to do whatever bullshit, other bullshit it wants to do. Yeah. Like there's like a fight over a soccer game. 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the well, it's the first movie I've seen in theaters since the pandemic started. <laughs> and the theater it was, was a mostly empty. Yeah, the um, the others the other stuff I've watched is <laughs> far fluffier. Sure. Like <laughs> it's not that at all. Um let's see. I mean, I'll like I don't have a ton to say about most of them. I watched Enola Holmes too. Have you seen the first one? No. Okay. Uh, Sherlock Holmes has a, has a little sister, and she's also going to be a detective or whatever. I thought it was pretty. The first one was pretty good. I thought it was a decent take on Sherlock Holmes, and it worked well. They did some, uh, like her. Uh, it's it's uh, what's her name from Stranger Things? Um, Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, it's a, it has eleven. In it was it. in the, that Godzilla movie and the Godzilla movie. Yeah, it has a uh, it has tap water in it. Um, mm-hmm. I I can't for the life of me remember her fucking name. Anyway, uh, they do a lot of stuff with her, like talking to the camera, talking to the viewer, or whatever. And I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was a fun time. It didn't do the bullshit. That so many Sherlock Holmes movies do where they fucking hone in on Moriarty because that's what we got to do. We're doing Sherlock Holmes. We got to do the thing that Conan Doyle only did so that he could kill Sherlock Holmes because he was sick of the character and writing about it. That's clearly what we got to put on the big screen. It didn't do that. It was nice. Yeah, because he's like, because the Joker is popular. (laughs) Yeah, and it's always. Millie Bobby Brown is her name. Millie Bobby Brown. That's the one. Yeah. Um. In Ola Holmes two, two like, Godzilla movies. I forgot she was in that other one. In Ola Holmes two, does the Moriarty thing, and like, uh-huh. not even well. Like it's a shit take on right. it, in my opinion. Um, uh-huh. At least like with the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, like it's just a pretty classic take. This was trying to like spin. I mean, it I don't and, like those movies. The I good, also the good version I, of Sherlock Holmes, the good version of Sherlock Holmes is house. Also Holy wrong, shit. but sure. <laughs> what do you mean wrong? Are I don't you, like you it when they make like Sherlock. I don't. Lo- I don't. We've been through this. I don't like it when Sherlock Holmes is a fucking asocial piece of shit who hates humans and himself. It's just not what I'm well, here you, for. You're not allowed to do Sherlock Holmes who likes people, or else the people. The like family that owns it will sue you. I'm here for the Sherlock Holmes who is Sherlock Holmes is nice. That's they I they want... say that's what they own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the uh, the cordial, polite, socially acclimated Sherlock Holmes who's addicted to opium and plays the violin. That's the <laughs> that's the character I want. Anyway, uh, so not only does Enola Holmes do, do the Moriarty thing and do it poorly and blah blah blah. Uh, it turns out their shtick with her constantly talking to the camera and doing like, it's not like the exact same as like, I think it was Robert Downey Jr. one where it was like uh, 30 seconds counter. He hits to the left. I do this. Then bah. And then it rewinds and it plays the whole sequence out in real time. They don't do that, but they do a thing that kind of feels a little like it, you know? And it turns out it's like just the same shit from the first one. And it turns out I didn't need to see any of that twice. So I had a bad time with that film. Uh, 
but it's probably not as bad as I make it out to be. Um, that was the only, that's the only like rough one I have on my list. Uh, after that, I'm I'm going in like ascending order, I suppose. Uh, after that, I have Falling for Christmas, which is Lindsay Lohan's comeback to to acting. It's a very generic Christmas film. Uh, she falls while posing for a photo in the mountains and loses her memory and ends up in a Christmas hotel. <laughs> where a man in a Christmas sweater shows her the magic of Christmas, and uh, you might be shocked to hear it, but they end up together. So that was neat. Great. Yeah. It was fine. Like, I watched it with... Uh, no, that was with Anya, but my mom also watched it. We had a good time talking about it. It was whatever. Um, I don't really necessarily recommend it if you're looking for a Christmas movie to watch. But if you're like deep in a list of mediocre Hallmark films, like why not toss it on? I watched Fire Island, which was described to me as Pride and Prejudice, but gay. Uh, good time. I really enjoyed that film. The dudes were hot. And I don't know. It's just, <laughs> just Pride and Prejudice, but like on Fire Island. Oh, it was a fun time. It wasn't anything like super convoluted. It wasn't like super deep or whatever it was just a mm-hmm. just a rom-com i guess maybe a little deeper but you know i liked it i recommend that one if someone wants like a, a fun romance movie and if you like pride and prejudice kind of kind of plot yeah pride and prejudice is good yeah and the gem the the crown jewel of of other things uh probably uh right right below shin ultraman just for sheer lack of watching films is a puppy for christmas god damn what a it's it's like the b movie of hallmark b movies it's incredible how bad it is it's just in the right level like nice the amount of times that they have the main character like i'll give an example uh main character is like going out into the country right to spend christmas on the christmas location after and and she hates christmas of course or whatever and Mm -hmm. while they're driving i think or when they get there or before they leave she says to the guy who's taking her like as if i would wear jeans like she's such a city girl that she doesn't wear jeans she's wearing jeans in the next shot and it's not even like acknowledged or done as a bit like it's just there and they do that so many times it's fucking great like it has no awareness and it's like terrible but it's just amazing Mm -hmm. so many good lines sure so I highly recommend that if you like bad films and also Christmas films. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, just a mess. Also, it's about the puppy and like her getting a puppy as an adult because she's wanted a puppy since she was like five. And as a 28 year old or whatever, she finally gets one. But she doesn't get any supplies or food or fucking anything. She buys the dog, puts it in her bag and takes it to work like in an office. Like, it's just incredible how fucking terrible it is. But, man, what a good time. I watched that one with my mom, and we were we were dying the entire time. <laughs> like, and my mom loves, like, sometimes a little bit unironically loves Hallmark films. And even she was uh-huh. like, this is something else. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> uh, they have to save the Christmas tree farm. And they find out that, like, some great-grandmother or whatever has been 
stashing away money or whatever and they're like look the farm is saved and they pull out like a wad of ones out of this potato sack <laughs> like just not even remotely enough money to save anything Ugh. it's good shit great <clears throat> yeah and that, that, that was like my my fun my mm. fun watch um christmas movies i watched with my parents were die hard and christmas in connecticut i knew you were gonna say die hard have we watched Christmas That's in what Connecticut? My dad, my dad wanted to watch. There's that. Have you talked about Christmas in Connecticut? Or do is that a classic one? No, I'm getting confused with the. Uh, what's the one where the the Jewish kid wants to experience Christmas? That's Switchmas. That's Switchmas. Why did I think that was Christmas in Connecticut? I don't know. Okay, my brain's just broke. What's Christmas in Connecticut about? <laughs> Didn't we do it on the podcast? I don't fucking remember. Dude, I it's I, there's zero chance that I remember anything after too long. I don't think we did. I swear I've made you watch that movie. Christmas. Well, tell me what it's about. <laughs> um, this woman, a main character, she writes a. Uh, a column about cooking and living on her farm and she neither cooks nor lives on a farm and then has to host this guy who's who's from the military who was like trapped on a boat for we a long time we've definitely not watched rescued. this nor have you made me watch it Okay. Well, that, that's got to happen then. Well, bar I mean, like, put it on the calendar in it a couple has, years. We only got one more Princess Switch film to do, so. <laughs> it's got uh, two character actors who are in Casablanca in it. It's another reason I love it. Ah, okay. Nice. <clears throat> it's a good. I mean, yeah, I see, like, I see, like, 1945. Like, that's. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a good. I mean, it's I'm just solid. I'm it's very good rom-com yeah man i'm f- put it on the fucking uh, list a uh, movie night you say we're adding it to a movie night finally it's been I so see. long since we've had any of those plans sakal and sydney green street are both delightful nice um Bar- barbara stanwick's just very funny i did there's one more movie that i want to mention but i have not seen it instead okay. I watched my parents watch the movie, and it was incredible. <laughs> so Netflix absolutely did my dad dirty. They showed, so the movie is White Noise, A24 film, apparently, with Adam Driver and probably other people, I imagine. And the trailer that Netflix showed, like the little bit when you scroll over it, was... A family, like, in an old woody station wagon, like, driving through a forest and doing, like, the quintessential, like, oh, we're totally lost and driving through the woods, like, off the road, going so fast. Then we burst through bushes and, like, we're in midair and we land in a river or whatever, right? Mm. And so my dad's dying. He's like, this seems incredible, like, kind of a Christmas vacation, but, like, you know, it just came out, like, blah, 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 vacation film, whatever, something along those lines. Yeah, the the first tag on Netflix was absurdist, and I'm like, <laughs> there's, there's no way. 
I even five minutes. I looked up a I looked up like a, an actual trailer or like a review or anything, uh-huh. and I'm like, this is so completely the opposite of like anything that my parents would watch, and they watched uh-huh. like the entire thing, and they complained the entire time. They were <laughs> apparently holding out hope that in like the final seconds of the film, everything would like resolve and it would turn normal somehow, <laughs> and it just didn't. And I was just dying. What? Like we were just, I was just hanging out in the other room, like kind of checking in once in a while. And it was just, it was just too funny. The absolute, the Netflix bait just absolutely crushed, man. So yeah, that was a film that I would never have known about (laughs) except for that. I have no, it doesn't look like something I'd be interested in. Like it's, it's a sort of absurdism where like, the dialogue, like the the delivery is, uh, the the character delivery is deliberately off, like how people talk and everything. Uh huh. It's like a Mulholland Drive, except it seemed way worse, and not limited. Like that whole movie wasn't like that, or just bits. But yeah, so that was a that was interesting. But I think that's uh. I think that's it for me for films. Unless I've, there's probably something I've forgotten, but <laughs> nothing notable if I can't remember it. I guess. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a good transition. Hell yeah! Which is um, because it's like a movie, but it's a YouTube video. <laughs> what? Um, it's on the from the channel Secret Base. Which is the no idea sports channel run by John Boyce, who did oh. who wrote what football will be like in the future. Yeah, yeah, and the um, all those yeah some of the good baseball articles and shit. Yeah, he did Breaking Madden, and uh, pretty good. And the 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 thing he does the most often now are, is Dorktown. Um, and they did one. So their big one for the year was the people you pay to be in shorts, which is history of the Charlotte Bobcats uh, basketball team because they're owned by Michael Jordan and just the the thing where they're terrible <laughs> owned by Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. But the, the, the one they did this year that was just like and that's like hours long. But the the shorter one they did this year that I actually liked more. It's like 42 minutes called section one which is it in like 76 there was a a game a, a, a game where a plane near the end of the game crashed into like a a single pilot plane crashed into the stands Jesus and uh but Luckily, there was no one in the stands when it crashed, and the, the the video like frames the telling of the story of why this plane crashed there, and like the crazy guy who wanted to like buzz the field, um, against this the football game that's happening, as like the the football game has to play out in the way where all the fans in this l- section of the stadium fucking leave. <laughs> That's like the tension, and like it had to be a blowout. 
oh, um, for wild. that to happen because there were like stakes involved. Um, yeah. And it, like the telling of that story, it's very good. It's a good video and docu- document about that uh, crazy event that could yeah. have been a much worse disaster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. How long was it, did you say? 40 minutes? 42 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's a, the easy watch. I'll probably check that one out. Yeah, it's called Section 1. Section 1. Nice. So what was that uh, transition to? <laughs> uh, Dorktown... I think like last year, I, th- I was in my best of list. I was thinking of Dorktown as a TV show because there were more Dorktowns that I liked. But <laughs> this uh, year, it's like, <laughs> nope, Dorktowns. This I'm taking this one and treating it like a movie <laughs> <laughs> because uh, the whims of the moment. Uh, so we're yeah. gonna talk about television. You know what TV show was really good. Uh, our flag means death. Our flag means death, baby. Oh man, that show is so good. That show is fucking incredible. I think about uh, yeah. Oh, I was I was gonna say I think about the delivery of like that makes Stan happy, or Steve, <laughs> Stan. One of I forget who I forget who said the exact that scene. I I don't know, man. Yeah. Or the people I think it was around episode four. When uh, he's putting, like, he has the expensive handkerchief and he, like, puts it in Blackbeard's pocket or whatever or something. And he says you wear fine things well. And, like, mm-hmm. people were complaining. That was the thing that I remember referencing because people were complaining about, like, oh, it got gay and I didn't see this coming. And I'm like, how did you not? <laughs> you wear fine things well. And they stare into each other's eyes in the moonlight for, like, a full 10 seconds. Like, what? What were you watching? <laughs> just bros being bros. Yeah, they're just bros throwing a compliment? Okay. Oh, man. What a fucking incredible uh, show, though. God, when he fakes his death at the end. Oh. <laughs> like, all the stupid ways. Oh, It's like a three or a four tier, like, oh, yeah. man. Piano dropped on him and mauled by a tiger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a good show! And the way it builds from oh, just seeming like a normal like workplace comedy about oh, pirates. Dude. The way it builds is great. All the su- the supporting characters are so good. Yeah, like it's not like a thing of like oh if the main if the main boys aren't on screen like I'm having a bad time. Like no, everyone was great. Yeah. <clears throat> but, and, uh, go listen to that podcast if you want more yeah. in depth. Yeah, or just watch so, the uh, show. You know, just straight just up. Like, don't even do both. Don't even wait. Yeah, watch the sh- but but watch the show. It's really good. It's very very. I can't very wait good. for more. That easily. I decided that's my show of the year because I'm the most excited for more of that. Oh, that's easily really. my most. Like, the the idea that it was up in the air if it was even going to get a season two for a while was infuriating. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, there's a bit of recency bias. It's either that or like Ted Lasso for my currently most anticipated thing, but like easily that's the thing from last year that I'm looking more forward to. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that shit's great. 
I also did not have a lot of. I mean, we're we're including like new seasons of things, or are we just including things that started? <laughs> you can include a new season of thing. Oh, thank yeah, God! We're definitely including that. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd only have two shows. <laughs> sure. I've watched like fuck all. Um, I mean, I'll do. Uh, I'll keep it. I'll keep it live action, I guess, because I only have one other live action thing. Um, okay. <laughs> Emily in Paris season three came out. What a what a weird show. I don't know what compels me to watch it, but something does. Um I wouldn't say it's good. I think it's funny how obviously you can see the the writer is like scrambling to not get canceled by their own fans. Cause they were like, Oh, this show is a in the first season before it came out, they were talking about like, oh, this show is a love letter to France and French culture. It was like one of the most racist things toward the French that's probably been produced in like the modern age. It's it was fucking bad. Like bad. Um, along with other like you know, writing problems and that sort of shit. But they oh. they like in 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 season two, they like you can see them correcting it and it got and like season three kind of has ironed out a good chunk of that but uh yeah i don't i don't know man like it's <laughs> it's like ridiculous rom-com plots except kind of like soap opera-y except pop culture i don't know it's lily collins failing upwards and it's sort of infuriating but you just kind of want to see how far it goes um sure also i think their primary focus is like you know cartoons back in the day are selling toys this show is just like what outfits are we going to put people in so that people like buy these clothes <laughs> so that's sort of a thing <laughs> i think that the, the new the last of us show did that really they're like joel's jacket you can <laughs> like apparently there's like a lot of articles about Joel's jacket, where you could buy it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's way out of left field. At least for this, it's like it, it's a, a show about the fashion industry. So, like, when there's an yeah. article on her gloves, it makes sense. But that's fucking wild. Joel's jacket. <laughs> oh, but yeah. That I mean, it's a, it's the current like fun watch thing. Like, I watch it, me sure. and Andy will watch it, like, we groan about it, it's whatever. And episodes are short, sure. so that's a <laughs> that's a bonus. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are the only two live-action things I did that I can think of anyway. Okay, I've got a bunch. <laughs> yeah, Strap yeah, let it rip. Fucking, I mean, it's not, it's, I gotta, I, I gotta talk Andor. Oh, yeah. Andor yeah, happens. Of course, right. It's it's very good. That's what I, I keep hearing. it with my parents <laughs> over the break. Right, you did it twice. Not a lot of jokes. Not a lot of jokes in it. Which is, you know, not what you would expect from a Star Wars thing. But, and it's interesting. It was interesting watching my parents because they didn't laugh as much as I did on account of the no jokes. <laughs> but the way it just does stuff in the Star Wars world, it's just... I found it incredibly entertaining. Yeah. Like, just, like, doing stuff. Like, oh, it's doing a heist movie for three episodes. Fucking amazing. You, like, the heist bit sounds good. Yeah, that's like... You, you mentioned that. 
It's like uh, episodes four through six. <laughs> it was a heist movie. Yeah. Out of how many it's episodes? Movie. It's like 12. Oh, okay. 10? I forget. Yeah, I so, but not like, not like 20 or whatever. No. Um, yeah, it's 12. Okay. And it's just, and like, it's just written well in a, in a way that's not Star Wars-like at all. Yeah. Um, it's just doing like spy genre stuff and then like, you know. Like, adult writing that's just good. <laughs> yeah, um, it's staying away from, like, like, like the the kiddie shit. Well, it's, and it's just different than other Star Wars. Like, I can't think of other Star Wars to really compare this to. Uh, in terms of movies or the other TV shows. I mean, here's a here's a question that can be used, I think, as a basis of comparison. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Is there a merchandising character? Who's the new robot? Who's the baby Yoda? Um, well, there's the sad robot who <laughs> doesn't have enough power to tell two lies. See, like, I don't think that's going to be popular with the kids. <laughs> you know? But I think like that's um, just to demonstrate the idea. I know they're like, definitely selling a toy of Stellan Skarsgård's character. Yeah, I mean just, they sell know, a fucking a because because <laughs> they need people to fucking buy action figures and keep them in a box yeah. for forty years. Like that's the, the optimal way to have fun. Yeah, but like there's no like they're not making plushies of a character. You know, probably maybe never say never. I guess, but just that distinction because like I think every other thing. Aside from maybe visions, just due to the nature of that, like they all have something, you know. They're they're all selling toys. Yeah, that was, I mean that was original Star Wars. Like that was one of Lucas's big things. Oh, is yeah, he kept yeah. the merchandising yeah, rights yeah. for himself. No, I'm not saying that's anything new, but like if yeah, it doesn't yeah. have that, that's a big distinction. I mean, aside from like the yes. obligatory obligatory Lego sets, <laughs> you gotta have those. Those don't count. I to have the sad breakfast Lego set. Come on. Hell yeah, man. Of the of the failed fascist cop eating cereal with his abusive mother. <laughs> Jesus. Verbally abusive, not physically. Um his, At- his Italian mother. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so it's just different than other other Star Wars. Like even so, it's written and directed, and well, written partially, but and like kind of conceived by Tony Gilroy, who who worked on uh, Rogue One. And like, I don't think the writing in Rogue One was good. <laughs> uh, that 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 movie was. I thought the the script on the script side specifically was kind of a mess. Yeah. You could tell it was like one movie that became a different movie. Um and was like but but like the that movie is totally made by the action set piece space battle at the end. <laughs> that shit's wild. Um 
and this is just good. This you could this is so much more clearly one p- person's vision making a show, even though obviously there like a lot of people a fucking sh- shit ton of people work on a TV show. Yeah. And there are multiple <clears throat> writers and directors and stuff, but it's so much more one vision than any other modern Star Wars thing or any other modern fucking Disney Marvel thing. Because I'm going to talk about a bunch of <laughs> Marvel TV shows. Yeah. I watched this year, too. And this is so... Those are all, like, clearly, like, there's, like, a room of people making choices. Um, and this is clearly one person made the choices. And it's so refreshing in that sense. The I other mean, thing inter- on, on front compared to the Marvel shows... And the other Star Wars shows before this is they shot a lot of it in real places. Like yeah, in Scotland. Yeah, so yeah, it, I remember. And you the mentioning. there's I've just gotten fatigued with the way lighting looks in their fucking CGI room, where like if it's if the way faces get lit up just doesn't look as good as actual lighting and being in a physical place. Sure. Um, I mean, it's like fine for if it's just uh, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda, and nobody's <laughs> talking. Like that's peak. That was peak Star Wars. Modern Star Wars before this. Um, so it was just like just well made in a way that's completely different from everything else coming out of there. Yeah. Um, Andy Serkis is in some episodes, and he's fucking great. <laughs> he does a really good job. Um, Stellan Skarsgård is unbelievable. That's the thing. Like, it's like all writing, and then there's like one space bit near the end of the season that's just the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen. For like ten, for like one sequence, <laughs> I'm just like, fucking what? <laughs> it's so good. It hits so hard because you've just been watching this like pretty talky. Ser- like when it hits, like it does, kind of like have like a, a an action climax every three episodes or whatever. But sure. There's something about like the Star Wars space stuff hits. Like yeah. you're, you're like you're you're you know you're with normal people, like they see a Tie Fighter and like a Tie Fighter is like as scary as a Tie Fighter has ever been. Um, like they're they're being chased by like security dudes who are like sub regular Imperial soldiers, much less like subs like stormtroopers are like a higher level threat. Yeah, and that's just kind of cool to see um also it's just like an incredibly anti-fascism show and that's just good <laughs> like it just hits on that stuff really hard and in a way that really works yeah man i like, it's do just, it. <laughs> it's just good and like it's and it's interested in the sh- shit villains like as much as there are heroes. And like, and Diego Luna is like, you know, 
definitely the the cl- the closest thing of like a Han Solo that there's been since like I don't know original uh, New Hope Star Wars <laughs> before they even so- before they softened him. <laughs> uh, so if you like, you know, that kind of thing, it's just really good. Yeah. No, I've heard I've heard like literally nothing but good things about it. <clears throat> yeah. It's got Mon Mothma and her shitty daughter and her shitty husband. See, I've I've just gone completely. I'm like, I just give me more fucking lightsabers. Like start with don't did I actually I was gonna ask, did Obi Wan also come out this year? Is that a twenty twenty two? It did. Yeah. That, that, that I'm gonna talk about. Yeah, yeah. Next. See if I recall that has some lightsabers in it, right? I, I, there's not not lightsabers in Andor. See, that's not enough. Like, I don't. I want them to start with lightsabers, and then the lightsabers like continue. Like, that's kind of what watching Visions made me realize. Damn. Like when we were talking about, sure. like, man, it's really heavy on the lightsabers. I was like, maybe that's just what I want out of Star Wars. Sure. I don't want them finding it. I don't want them having like, oh no, I'm gonna look like longingly at the lightsaber and then like have to use it at some point or like be in the timeline where using it means you're a Jedi and you have to be purged. Like, I just want them to have that shit out about and ready to rock. But you know, what if your spaceship had a lightsaber? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, I know it. This is like just not what you're you're looking for, but it's just fucking good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and I'm glad there's a good like. It makes me happy that there's a good thing. To Obi Wan, dude. People middled so much on that. It it had some promise early. The ending is really fucking bad. It's really bad. (laughs) The way that they wrap up the story and what they do with the main villain character and her story is terrible just yeah, really right. poorly she's written. uh they use it in, they do the inquisitor thing right yes yeah like i think the hot take maybe i think all of those are just kind of shitty i think inquisitors are shitty and i don't like they're dumb they're a bad thing to have anyway um, I don't know. You could theoretically do it well. They just just it's just bad. <laughs> what oh, the writing yeah, is bad. Like, um, the fact that they so promoted Hayden Christensen being back and, and like what he's back to do is mostly be the guy in the Darth Vader outfit that gets dubbed over. <laughs> there was some like flashback stuff though, right? Like where he doesn't talk still. Yeah. 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 You go ep- you go like multiple episodes without seeing him, and you're like, why was all the promotion about him being in the show? Uh, it's just him be actually that's act- doing the physical Darth Vader acting. Yeah, it's like, it's really definitely like which is like a neat thing, but also no, it's nostalgia, dude. It's people who wad- who watched the grew up with the prequels and like loved the shit out of them. Now, no, I get it. Yeah. But don't you want to see your boy? He's Darth Vader now. My boy became Darth Vader. That's enough. I don't know. There's one part where Darth Vader holds Obi-Wan's head into to like try to push it into fire, and that part rules. 
But um, <laughs> I don't know. Also, your, your, how much you hate the show will depend on how much you can stomach Kid Leia. So I hadn't thought of it until that was that was like recently, maybe a couple weeks ago. Someone brought up the fact that one of the things nobody had really talked about, and certainly not a thing that I've seen for Obi-Wan, was seeing Kid Leia makes you realize, like, how fucking much of an age difference there is between Han and Leia, and that's kind of cursed. Like, Obi-Wan uh-huh. and Solo take place hey, at roughly the same time. there was an age difference between fucking Harrison Ford and her, too. Yeah. But, like, still. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's one of those things where, like, it, if uh, two adults get together, it, you know, it could be, you could say, wow, that's a hell of a gap. But then you see one is, like, a 20-something-year-old and the other is a 10-year-old. And you're like, this is no good. <laughs> and this show, like, put that in, that made that kind of a reality. Like now we have those two characters. I mean, it just put it in ages. people's heads. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you pay pay attention to fucking the age of actors versus actresses in movies. Oh yeah, <laughs> but it's like, bad. but like, it's not just the actors and actresses. There. It's the characters. Like you couldn't even. Yeah, but I don't. I don't give a shit about. I care less about the characters. Honestly, you couldn't even that's do fictional. it in a comic book. Just thinking about that scene in Mulholland Drive of her, her, um, her like tryout for that movie, which is to make out with that guy, that old man. That's Hollywood, baby. Was he old? Yeah. No. I remember there were like white hair. I don't remember what the dude looks like. I don't even remember what she looks like. Is she blonde? Yep. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> it doesn't even help. I was picturing like an auburn hair color. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just the thing I hadn't thought about in regards to, to those characters. But, you know, yep. not that it wasn't a thing. But also, yeah, I heard, I heard a lot of hype for Obi-Wan, and then I heard a lot of middling stuff as compared to a lot of kind of mediocre hype for Andor, and everyone was like ready yeah, to Yeah, there's shit like on an it. opening scene. I mean, again, it's like there's like Obi-Wan's working in like a at like a place that's like harvesting a giant space fish. <laughs> They're like harvesting the meat. He's just like working the line. Yeah. And that was pretty good. But then it like got into its Star Wars story, and that was it was bad. That sounds right. <laughs> and the, I've I the the just the particularly like the way all the story stuff wrapped up and where it put Obi Wan at the end. Um, just very stupid. Did it feature his final fight with Maul? No. Then it's lame. It ends with uh. He's gonna go off and train with ghosts. Of oh, his yeah, no, master. of course. Yeah, that makes sense because yeah, he's got to learn how to be a ghost man. Yeah, they've been setting that shit up for like fifteen years. Yeah, that's nothing. And new. it's like, if you got Liam Neeson, why didn't you fucking put him in more of your TV show? 
Yeah. 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 Was that it for it's dude, there's been so much shit. Was that it for Star Wars stuff this year? Technically most of Book of Boba Fett came out this year, I think. Oh. Or God like, damn. What basically is, all of my it. timeline is still so fucked. <laughs> I can't that one I, just, of anything. I didn't remember that that I was like looking at dates. I'm like, fucking really? Yeah. Cause it it, it started pretty at the end of December, I think, like the very end. So what? Uh, and oh yeah, go on. Uh, I mean, Book of Boba Fett has Luke in it. <laughs> Great for like an episode. It's got Ahsoka in it too. Yeah. For that same episode, I think. Like just a tiny bit. I don't know, like, the the, pro- the problem with Book of Boba Fett is the part where it's a Boba Fett show. Um, <laughs> and then it, like, turns into the Mandalorian season 2.5 near the end. Yep. That part's okay. Yeah. There's a particularly, there's a part where he's, like, hanging out with the other Mandalorians. That that's, like, that, that's like the highlight of the, the season for me. Um, then it goes into, like, resolving the Baby Yoda thing. Because they 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 they, they, re, they remedy the thing of like sending Baby Yoda away at the end of uh, the last season. Like, no, we need to get that baby back. <laughs> so they resolve that, and they show too much f- fake Luke. Oh, um, and yeah, the illusion breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like that's yep, so that good. sure is some guy. Nuts, not Mark Hamill running around in a bad wig. <laughs> yeah. That's that's rough. Yeah, it just it just it fell apart. Uh they they leaned too hard into that. They got they flew too close to the sun. And there's just like stuff like it's weird there's like their version of Boba Fett just sucks so bad. <laughs> he's he's just he's just so uncool. I kind of admire it for just going like, yeah, Bovet's not cool. What are you talking about? Dude, he, he's just was that, lame. Was that season one where they intro- reintroduce him? Like, he gets I his armor back of Mandalorian? Two? Oh, uh, it's been so long at this point. Um, His intro scene is fucking incredible. Or I guess not his yeah. intro scene, but we're him him coming like the the shot of him in his armor again. Oh, that was great, and I I don't need to see yeah. anything else. I don't need the illusion ruined. <laughs> you don't need like Boba Fett's dances with wolves, where he gets trained by Tusken Raiders. No, no. and it's just all those tropes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Um, and the, they're like, there's this biker gang where it's like, these are the cool teens with their, their <laughs> cybernetic mods and their color coded motorcycles that look <laughs> fake as shit, incredibly tacky. Oh man. It's like, this is really lame. Like really lame. <laughs> 
it's like, man. man, the Mandalorian just, is good when you don't have any humans and there's barely any dialogue. Yeah, those first. That's when this shit is at its best. Those first couple of episodes were really, <laughs> really something else. So Dude. like that also that I was you know I was ready for Star Wars to be something else See, <laughs> Watch, after watching Book of Boba Fett because I felt like they're hitting there they're going up against the sun on that stuff. Well, even though again when it turned into Mandalorian again for like when we were just back with with that dude, um, it was just a way better show immediately. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm, I guess, still a little optimistic, but also getting more pessimistic about the Ahsoka show. Sure. I don't think I don't think they're gonna. I feel like even if it's good, it's not going to be good in a way that I care about. And like that's, it'll probably have lightsabers. It will have lightsabers. That no doubt. But I, I guess it depends on where it falls because it it it's probably going to fall in with like the Mandalorian timeline, right? Like it's not going to be like a wildly yeah. removed era. I I uh, yet. No. I would assume so. That's my yeah. assumption. Um, but like. I've watched Clone Wars and then I watched through Rebels. Like I, there's a, I, I've seen that character and I wanted to see where that continues and that's not where we're at. I think. Like there was stuff left unresolved and I want to see that shit specifically. And I don't. It, I would. Worst case scenario is we get the Ahsoka I mean, it's show. Dave Filoni in charge of that shit, right? So, there's like no I trust him. I don't trust anybody. You don't trust that hat? Get that cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I also just distrustful of Star Wars right now. Still, you know, it needs to woo me again. Oh, I love Ahsoka, and nothing against you. The, you put, know, people you did put Cad Bane in people. Boba Fett. People were bitching because, of course, they were about the the actress. I don't really care. You know, it, there, it's weird. No lie. Like, I don't think it's bad. I think it's just weird because, you know, you watch like, what, 11, 12, 12 seasons of a show almost uh, of essentially a show. And it has this character in it and it's the same chick doing it throughout the entire thing. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, turns out she has that character nailed down and anyone else is going to come in like falling short of that mark because of course they will. But nothing against her. I thought in uh, in Mandalorian, I thought it was fine. Like she she did a good job. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful though. They do Cad Bane in uh, Mandalorian. I think it's in Book of Boba Fett, and I think it's just the, that same voice actor. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> See, that's what I'm here for. Bring him back. Oh. Kind of, they kind of end him. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Story. Boba Fett have their final confrontation. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of disappointing. Honestly. Wow, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> oh, um, so what other, what other shit have you 
watched live action. You mentioned Marvel stuff. That's probably yeah. I'll, I'll just run through the Marvel shit I watched. Yeah, I forget what even came uh, out this year for shows for Marvel. So I didn't. Wa- I didn't get to She Hulk. Oh fuck! Right, She Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. I just haven't watched that yet because mm-hmm. before that was Miss Marvel, which right was very disappointing for me. Okay. But it did get me motivated to read a bunch of that comic, <laughs> the original <laughs> Miss run of Miss Marvel, and that shit rules. And it's like, yeah, Miss Marvel fights a giant fucking alligator. That shit's great. <laughs> why isn't that what she's fighting in their TV show? And why doesn't she have her actual powers? I hate what they did with her powers. It's infuriating. Oh, they, like, nerf it? Nerf her somehow? No, instead of, like, being able to grow her limbs and be stretchy, she's fucking Luffy from One Piece, um, she has, like, crystal powers. (laughs) Oh. She, like, manifests crystal stuff. That's quite a change. And it looks ugly. Oh. (laughs) And I hate it. And they're just, like, they were too afraid of her being gross and weird with her shape changing flesh powers oh so they were cowards yeah exactly they were cowards and the villains suck so bad mm. yeah, it has my favorite example of a terrible marvel villain now which is belt dude sounds scary takes off his belt oh, <laughs> it's Jesus. like turns into like a more weaponized belt great <laughs> I don't know, man. Sounds kind of it's, fun. It's just bad. Um, her, the best parts are actually like the stuff just with her family and like getting into Pakistani stuff. That part's actually good. Um, it's the part where it's a superhero show and there's action that's awful. Yeah, that just sucks. So it makes me mad. Yeah, that's a shame. It's like. It could have been a good show here, but your Marvel see, TV, your Marvel TV, Marvel <laughs> Studios or whatever, your Disney, so you fucked it up. Yeah. Um. And I just yeah, they cast that character well. Like the actress does a really good job. It's just uh, isn't it's just a bummer. Isn't that a, isn't that the fucking best that like half of these shows you have to be like I swear to God. It's not anything against the people like doing, <laughs> like, yeah. Because I know that was also one where people got real racist, right? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um. And the other show, Marvel show I watched was Moon Knight, which is earlier. Jesus, that was which also? does have a giant alligator in it, so it actually <laughs> rules. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um the thing that makes Moon Knight good is it's the Marvel Cinema's version of the Venom movies. Like it's <laughs> the actor's just he's just doing a weird voice and he's being <laughs> yelled at by his fucking the god that gives him his powers in his head who's rude. It's like they're just ripping off the dynamics from Venom. And it makes it so much weirder 
and better than like the other Marvel stuff. It just has like I mean, a more chaotic energy, and they you know, and it has a giant fucking alligator for it. They fucking go for it with the stuff, so it's just more fun. I mean, hell yeah, dude. That's like part of my problem. Moon Knight was pretty good. I need them he to have jumps, more balls. And they it his cape turns into a crescent moon, like it's supposed to. <laughs> Um, like he is just fighting evil Moon Knight, kind of, but, you know, you work with what you got. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that, like, my big take on why Moon Knight is good is just, they're just copying the Venom movies. (laughs) I mean, that's a good, I'm fine with, I like good. Yeah, that's a good formula to copy, honestly. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It's 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 dumb, but it's fun. It's got character to it. Yeah. It's weird. Were there other Marvel um, shows? <laughs> no, that's it. Okay, that's it. My okay. other my last live action show is season two of Gangs of London. Which I did not watch yet. Yeah, I'll get there. It's not as good as season one, and it's that's it's like the show is 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 a less ambitious show. Uh, Gareth Evans doesn't direct any episodes this season, so there's no like amazing action set pieces or anything. It more is just like really getting into the characters, and they kind of over the course of the season they kind of just throw away the idea of the investors in favor of characters we you're, who are people on screen that we can interact with and uh mm. just really getting into the the melodrama there of of our characters which i think is kind of ultimately i think is a fine move if it's based on like how the show handled it sure um it's like a less interesting show to me now but it was still fun oh and that's good the one thing that I was kind of mad about, they completely rectified it by at the end of the season. I was like, nope, um, I you you understand what you the dumb fun show that you are. That's great. Interesting. Yeah, I have to. Um, I have to get character. That nobody dies. Yeah, <laughs> you think a character dies? Jesus. They're probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking wild. <laughs> Yeah, no. I like this su- hyper violent show. It's just like people just they're fine. They just live through good. anything. <laughs> Character definitely dead. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, a, but it's fun. Yeah, it's that's fun. One I need to get to. And it's more stupid. I would say. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I mean, whatever. I'm here for fun. Yeah. It just had, it was, you know, just less ambitious. Yeah. So I'm not like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. I was like, that was a fun season of TV. I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, no, the season one, you were losing your fucking mind. I, yeah. Huh? <laughs> that fucking assault on that house? The guys have ladders on their backs? Ladder ops? Ladder ops. Yeah, there was that, uh, Exactly what I wanted to see that they've never. 
They have this like a fake ladder up. You can, <laughs> you can jump up a level, but with a yeah. grappling hook. It's not a ladder. Or a ladder. <laughs> and then in this TV show, it's right there. That's how you do it. A f- tractable ladder hanging off that guy's hip. Hell yeah, man. No, that, that <laughs> whole sequence was great. The bed versus butcher knife fight from season one. Classic. <laughs> Mattress versus butcher knife. Um, yeah. Like, I just, you know, yeah. I like that cast. Oh, um, yeah. They're, no, they're the, good. Yeah, if they're retaining their chemistry and shit, like, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah. Uh, now I've got anime. Well, hang on. I have a transitional thing. That will take us from the realm of live action smoothly into the realm of the animated. Animation, okay. I I think. Now I'm worried that my timeline is messed up. Was Love, Death, Robots uh, Volume 3, 2022? I have no fucking idea. I thought it was. Love. When I say I have no fucking idea, I mean I I have no idea. I would never know this. Why wouldn't you know that you did? You've you've not watched that. I've of never it? watched any of that thing. You've never watched any of it. No. Yeah, it was twenty twenty two. May twentieth, to be precise, is when the uh, all nine episodes dropped. Sure. Um, I mean, my quick because it's all you know, it's like different episodes and shit and anthology yeah. style. Um, my quick and dirty thing is that it was a lot better than volume two. In my opinion. Okay. And it had... I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it had my favorite episode so far. It does like the cool sci-fi philosophical like shit that I like. But it's also weird as hell. And just visually pleasing. And the, the there's like kind of poetry involved and stuff. It's just good. It's the That would be the very pulse of the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh where an astronaut is like left alone on the surface of EO after an accident. And she has dwindling oxygen and support is of course hours away. And she like breaks an arm and she has to like, her suit has like a morphine injector and she's like constantly pumping this to like numb the pain. And then she starts hallucinating and like she hears the planet talking to her. It's just fucking great. Um, good time. Good time. Everything else, like there were there were other good things, but like that one really stood out to me a lot. So yeah, that's yeah. A, I recommend that that sure. stuff is fun. I like anthology stuff like that. It was nice that it was better than the yeah. second volume. Anthology stuff generally doesn't do a lot for me, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty particular about. I have to really be compelled to dig into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was my, that was my thing. We can. Okay. On to anime. Uh, anime. <laughs> we talked about Gundam, so we wouldn't have to we talk did. about it here. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Re- yeah. Recap, which from Mercury is fucking good. It's Gundam Utena. Oof. Really good. Yeah, man. And my only other, Bad. I only have one other anime. It's yeah, uh, the just... new Ursa Yatsura. 
which is fucking delightful. Wait, quick, quick Gundam note. If you watch yeah. it, watch those post credit scenes. <laughs> they don't spoil the episodes. They're important. Yeah, they're no uh, episode previews. Watch to the end of every. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post credits are are you you gotta. Um. Anyway, uh, particularly on the last episode, the last episode was very critical. There are only Holy two shit. others, and they're and they're not as important. But that last one, that last one is absolutely <laughs> vital. Like so literally, we almost did see that. See. The fact that I didn't see it and it came, and then I watched it and it like literally changed how I was feeling. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it changed a lot. Yeah, that was uh, something else. Good times. Uh, anyway, it's, it's anyway a big one. Onto, yeah, Ursa Yatsura. Uh, uh, I've I'm so all in on this show, and it's it's still going currently. Um, and like earlier in the year, I th- I checked out like the old Ursa Yatsura and the manga. I think it was this year. Um, Might as well know, be last year. But um, all the same. <laughs> I was a little apprehensive about this, the series. Because it's about a shitty dude who is horny for every girl he sees. like Or, like, the main character is that. Or is, and, like, then there's also Lum, who's the space alien who's completely in love with him despite all this. Yeah. Um, And the easiest way for me to frame why I... The, the new series, I think, frames the, the series in a way that's way more was way more appealing to me um, and is kind of what hooked me on is the original opening for the show frames it as the show is like more of a love triangle thing between the main dude, his, um, his girlfriend Shinobu and Lum, the alien. Whereas the new series, the first opening really frames it as just the overwhelming presence of Lum herself. <laughs> She's omnipresent, which makes sense because that's kind of the enduring thing about that series <laughs> is that character who was like, I don't think conceived of at the beginning of the show that that this series was really going to be hers, um, but it totally became hers. So it it's just way more appropriate that it's way more, like, just about her and how she's just too much. Um, and it's just, like, the show's just really funny and endearing. Like, the characters are all terrible teens that are, <laughs> like... But it, it, is, it goes, like, more than one... They have, like, all have, like, a big, like, trope in them. But also they have like other tropes. They have like enough depth people. to them also beyond that <laughs> to keep it funny and interesting. Like they have they have conflict within themselves too. Yeah. Um Oh shit, it's and, persona. And, uh, Rumiko Takahashi who who writes it, she's just really good at manga. Um she's like I mean, she, she she has so many, like, super popular long-running series under her belt. She's got Ursa Yatsura, Ranma, one half, Inuyasha. Um, Jesus. And, and some other stuff. Uh, like, 
she's just a fucking monster of <laughs> writing of producing quality manga um and the th- the thing that is that I and the thing I really like about Urusei in particular is it's it has that thing of being gag focused like the point of the story is the joke you're gonna get to and then it just like c- will cut off and like it's mostly status quo it but like you it, maybe you've introduced a new character and maybe we're still following that character or whatever but like it's like set up all these circumstances and all this complicated stuff and then up oh, we've got to the part where it's we've hit peak funny done moving on <laughs> And also, like, it's willing, to, it goes, it scales up completely, because, like, it starts with this alien invasion, and the only way it's going to be solved is uh, Ateru, the, the main guy, has to catch Lum in a game of tag. Like, he has to grab her horns. Um, or the Earth is, like, going to be <laughs> controlled by these aliens or whatever. Like, it, it scales up to ridiculous degrees like as it as it needs to for bits so like the characters like there just can be aliens there can be fucking anything can happen in any given episode hell yeah um and it just so it can be as completely ridiculous as it needs to be and it kind of doesn't care it's just fun and i've just like I've also been watching. I watched through all the movies for the original series, and I'm going to talk about those on a different podcast because they're actually like weirdly meta and kind of huh. interesting. And like I've just spent so much time like I'm now like fully in on this series. Like I just fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, the the new anime is it's so pretty. Like the color palettes and choices are so good. The- I, um, I watched the opening, and it yeah. looked it looked real nice. Yeah, I'm also like now obsessed with the second opening. Is also <laughs> fucking really good. I um, I think I'm gonna end up watching it. because uh, I mean you've been you've been super high on it for yeah. a while now, and that's always infectious. But I got like the I got like the you know the music was was good. The openings that that you linked, and I think an ending or two or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Also solid, but I like there was like a hook missing. I don't know. It it didn't it didn't grab me enough. And then I learned that Lum is voiced by the voice actress who does Nagatoro. So I'm like, yeah. that's a that's an in. Okay, sure. <laughs> like she did that she character see super her, well. Her say darling in English over oh, and over again. Incredible, <laughs> <laughs> darling. And also she's like fucking Pikachu ripped her off because she's constantly shocking a terror with electricity. <laughs> um and it's just like, yeah. The 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 pacing of all the stuff in the new show is just really fucking tight and good. Um and it's just really fu- it's just really funny. And I'm just like the the character dynamics are so good. There's so many like good shitty pe- teens <laughs> and they bounce <laughs> off each other in different in different ways that are all good like i'm it's still in the point of the show where they're expanding the cast and adding characters 
Gotcha. Um, even like now yeah, 14 episodes deep. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> There's a big character that still we still haven't gotten to. Still hasn't been introduced. I'm waiting for. Just a girl who was like raised as a boy. Because <laughs> I've she was. Oh shit! Here we go again. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Ramen One Half is all about like the main character gender flipping. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, and uh, we got and I just like it's just been a thing of like I've really respected Ruriko Takahashi's like skill and the stuff I've seen, even though I don't fucking love Inuyasha or, or anything. Yeah. Um, but I just thought she was really good, and it's good to like really find a th- to like dive into a, a work of hers that I really love. Um, and I kind of thought it would be Ranma, but you know, a new TV show was was the secret sauce here. Because um, that came out before I really dove into reading through any of her manga. Which I'm also I like this year. I'm definitely going to read a lot more of her her manga. Does that mean I'm going to read a lot more of her manga? <laughs> We're gonna read some. I I wanted. I I already read through Mermaid Saga, which is only two volumes. Yeah, that's like, and that's like a horror manga. I'm down for horror manga. about people eating mermaids. If it's, if it's to get become immortal or turn into monsters, if it's just a drawing, I can handle so much more. I have my limits, and I actually have very precise limits, but they're way yeah. higher. Yeah, it's not. It's not watching a show. It's just reading manga. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, just good. I also did an anime this year. Sure. Um, there might have been others that came out this year, but <laughs> I didn't check if they were actually from this year because they might have been 2021. Uh, uh, Spy Family or Spy X Family is the big one. Spy uh, Cross season, Family. Spy Cross Family. Yeah, whatever your preference is. What a cute show. Like it's just the the dynamic is so good. I didn't know if I'd be mm. invested, but like spy dad who needs a fake family to get close to a, a dude to, you know, preserve world peace mm-hmm. and ends up finding uh, adopts this girl who's a telepath and he doesn't know and then finds a fake mom or a fake wife slash mom for her uh who was also like in basically it's set in like a society where it's kind of like cold war shit where like oh if you're the least bit suspicious like we're gonna fucking at the very least keep our a very close watch on you so mm-hmm. kind of the idea is like oh i'm single and i'm like this old that's what if that's suspicious and she's like super worried about it so she becomes his fake husband and she's an assassin <laughs> so you get a lot of shit from the perspective of the girl Anya who is like she knows everything that's going on but they don't mm-hmm. and it's just fucking incredible like watching this small tiny child like try to help in her childlike way and she uh-huh. has like these dreams like she has a whole big thing like she needs to score good grades on the test and she's like talking to her friend about like anime shit because like she watches spy cartoons all the time 
and uh, she's like i'm gonna be because the the guy is like twilight that's his code his spy code name he's twilight and she's like i'm gonna be starlight anya and like wants to help and everything it's just so fucking uh, cute dude <laughs> like mm-hmm. just a nice pleasant time yeah sure it's very and like see you know the second season recently finished yeah that finished like right on christmas i think but that shit held up like you couldn't yeah tell at all that it there was a break it's, it's the anime runs in seasons throughout the year the end of the anime season yeah so i mitch which from mercury also ended around then i still find it Mary weird is going straight through baby <laughs> hell yeah that thing's gonna be like 56 episodes or something jesus um, the old series is like 200 or, or over 100 i don't remember yeah that tracks can't think and of another like old five anime like movies or six movies one of them was was like 10 years later um i have 34 volumes of manga jesus <laughs> and 194 episodes <laughs> over four seasons that's not that many that's like a month tops um, I, I have two cartoons that I just want to briefly mention. Sure. Uh, Dragon Prince season four came out. That show continues to be great. They did a lot of good shit that I was happy with regarding relationships. Um, cool. and a lady in armor. That's always like, that was top tier. Uh-huh. I, I hate, I kind of hate that one. Cause like. I want to recommend it so bad because I think plot-wise you might be down, but it has a lot of CGI stuff that's just not great, and especially like yeah. the first. The I went back and rewatched so I could roll right into the fourth part, and the uh. early stuff is fucking brutal. Like it's the yeah. weird low frame rate and like the it's just stiff, and I'm like this is yeah. difficult, and like you get yeah. used to it, and also they improve, but it's rough so that's unfortunate but that show continues to be good and uh the last one is owl house well season is a bit strong of a word but they're calling it season three because that show got canceled by disney because god forbid we have like really gay characters in our show for kids (laughs) perish the thought I think they gave other reasons, but from what I've read, that seems to be the strong implication internally. Uh, okay. And th- so for their third season, they got, like, it was canceled partway through season two. So they got to finish out that season, and then they convinced Disney to give them a third season that's just three 45-ish minute episodes to, like, wrap up plot stuff. And I I don't know if the second one... I don't think the second one is out yet. The first episode is out. I watched it. It was fucking incredible and also super depressing because they had to do so much shit. Like, they decided to do, like, a bit of a montage to, like, go mm-hmm. over some shit that happened. And I'm like, 
I'm missing out on so many character interactions right now. <laughs> this is upsetting. Mm. Like, yeah. It's just, it, it was so, so good. And then you see, like, what could have been. And, like, there's all these things that I'm like, yeah, yeah this plot is, like, this seems like it's really accelerated. That's kind of meh. But then you realize it was supposed to be drawn out over, like, 15 episodes. And it was condensed to, like, yeah, three yeah. minutes. Uh-huh. So, that... That kind of sucks, even it though happens. it's a really good episode of TV, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. And then, you know, the rest of 2022 was just, like, Dragon Ball. <laughs> I I just have a couple quick hits on comics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The current Spider-Man series is really good. I really want to do... Uh, one issue from it for a salt labyrinth. Hell yeah! Which is, uh, I think it's issue six, but it's legacy. They've started doing so. Marvel started doing like where they have the series numbers, but they also show the legacy number under it, rather than having to like renumber every time they hit a milestone or whatever. Uh, so it's it's legacy issue uh, nine hundred of Amazing Spider Man. <laughs> uh wow. and it's really it's really good it's a standalone issue oh nice uh yeah no so i want to do that as I, a salt I, labyrinth i need little convincing <laughs> uh that series has been pretty good um it's just peter parker's fucking in the shit again <laughs> his life is <laughs> fucked <laughs> that's what it's fucking about baby that's spider-man and everybody hates him because of whatever happened the last Spider-Man at the end of the last Spider-Man story that I haven't fully read. Um and I've also also the other comic on the show is Batgirls, which is just delightful. Is that them bringing uh, together like all of the different Yeah, Stephanie Brown and Cassandra Kane and uh Barbara Gordon as doing oh, that Oracle thing. That'd be interesting. Is there like an actual starting uh, point, or do I need to do five different threads first before coming into it? I I mean they're they're they reference stuff that happened beforehand, but I just jumped in at issue one of Bad Girls. Okay, and I haven't I haven't looked up the the other stuff. The thing that like set them up to like renting a, a loft and living together <laughs> and like setting starting over with a new setup or whatever. I assume there's some story that set that up. Yeah. Uh, and it's just fun. Like, it's good character interactions. I'm just... I I love Stephanie Brown, and I'm just so happy she's in comics again. Because after the New 52, she just wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and they canceled her series. Um, and her and... Uh, uh, the other bad girl... Cassandra Kane have really good chemistry where she talks a lot and Cassandra Kane is speaks is much more curt because she didn't originally speak oral languages. She spoke the language of violence only <laughs> what her father taught her. Jesus. It was really dumb. Uh, so she's better. as just, you know, talking sometimes, but not like, Super elaborating. 
But it's just, you know, these two Batgirls who had terrible fathers who were supervillains. But they're just awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, it's just fun. And I like the, the art style has its own unique feel to it. And it's uh, oh nice more sketchy. Oh, okay. All st- and they referenced Smash Mouth All-Star. <laughs> like more than you would think they would. Um, that sounds incredible. Yeah, stuff happens. You couldn't possibly pitch it better to me. Yeah. Uh, and I read this graphic novel, Ducks, by Kate Beacon, who did the webcomic Hark of Agrant. And uh, it was a, it's, a, it's autobiographical, and it's about her after college, like working in the oil flats in Canada. Oh. Um. And it's just it's just good. Nice. Um, it's not. I wouldn't want to do it for the, the podcast. It just not that vibe. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's very good. Like pretty, it's pretty like about her, you know, bad experience there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it's about it because it's <clears throat> it works so much better for me because it's autobiographical and it's her interiority and stuff of what she went through. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds it sounds interesting. And like, you know, just high cra- high level of craft. Mhm. Yeah, that was my Christmas present for my mom. Was <laughs> that comic from No, two. Two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I think that's, I think I'm tapped on yeah, stuff that that's came about, out in 2022. That's about all I got. So. Yeah. I think that's, Ooh. that's, that wraps it up for this podcast. We got in under, under the two hour under wire. two hours. <laughs> and we talked about so many mediums. We talked about lots of things. Okay. Imagine if I had actually like watched movies this year. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, that would be, like, kind of convenient. I would talk about the three films I watched, and then I would mute my microphone and, like, have a snack. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, and I feel like most of, like, the things I really cared about we had covered on the podcast already. So. Yeah, like, we did, I, you know, we did Our Flight Means Death. We did Witch for Mercury. So We did Shin Ultraman. We did Shin Ultraman twice, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> very solid uh yeah salt circle podcast gmail.com salt circle pod on twitter at salt circle podcast uh yeah i'm excited to talk about other stuff next time yeah yeah (laughs) fresh fresh into 2023 yeah looking forward to it we oh actually we have to do our Looking back on the podcast episode. Well, yeah, well, that'll like slightly We've less. Got one more, one more looking back episode to get through before we can finally do talking bears night. Friday, that's the link between old and new, in my opinion. Because that's a talking that's, bears night has waited for its day. Ben. I've been. You don't have to fucking tell me. <laughs> been pumped on talking bears for a long time. 